And we are live. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I'm Tate Levine. This is the Impulse Show. And with me, as always, looking absolutely divine, we have Jeffrey Keeble. I didn't feel divine this weekend. You did not feel divine this weekend. No, I did not. How did you feel this weekend? Like my and age. to my right, we have, uh, looking extra caramely and creamy, we have Lyle Keeble. Thanks to that. Oklahoma humidity and heat and much sure caramely. She was a little hot down there, but I feel that, uh, you know, sometimes that heat, that humidity, um, humility. will bring, bring, uh, <laughs> lots of, uh, lots of pain. You know what I mean? It'll, uh, start to affect some of your parts of your body. And, uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, like in Mexico when you drink the water, like Montezuma's revenge. Right, you drink the water and you like shit. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of calcium. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's mm-hmm. like the Oklahoma heat. You know what I mean? And I feel like uh, Jeffrey Keeble fell victim to that this past weekend. Well, I fell victim to my own doing. So I don't think <laughs> Oklahoma, we can't blame Oklahoma for this one. Oh, we can't? Okay. No, <laughs> we no, can't? No, no. But what we can't blame Oklahoma, no. <laughs> Wait, we can't? <laughs> what we can blame Oklahoma on is the native Tinder game was not going good. Dude, the the native Tinder game was awful in Oklahoma. Yes. I mean, to be fair, we're in Jay, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it's like the biggest town. Yeah, I know. Like I know. We got an email from, I'm guessing, Marty about like the series. Yeah? Yeah. You just basically what that meeting was about. Oh, snap. Breaking news live <laughs> yeah. as it just happened. <laughs> oh, well, keep reading. No, keep reading. Yeah. No, I just, <laughs> you're going to be our analyst style. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. just put the schedule in there. To dates? be decided, yeah, dates. West uh, Coast race to be decided. The, the first one, no well, date, no nothing. Oh, gay. Just says West Coast race. Yeah, Damn. It says to be decided. Shit. And then after that, June twenty first through the twenty third, Crandon. Then July twelfth through the fourteenth, ERX. August sixteenth through the eighteenth, Park River. August thirtieth through to September first, Crandon again. September twentieth through the twenty second, Mid America. October 11th through the 13th, Wheatland. Damn. Damn, ladies and gentlemen, we are two minutes in, and we've <laughs> already got the uh, schedule for next year for what series is that? Uh, they don't know exactly. Right now, it's just uh, American Outdoor Events, but they haven't came. They said they'll come up with the name for the series. Gotcha. In the future. Gotcha. So the uh, other series, um, essentially uh, the Mid-America Outdoors Series, gas series, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the uh, other series, uh, the short course race series is... The Bully. The Bully. Yeah. The, a, the, the no. bully. yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the schedule is scheduled to formally launch at the 2023 Performance Racing Industry, which uh, is PRI. Which is December. Yeah. Yeah, Later this is, year, the yet-to-be-named series will focus attention back towards the sport's best drivers and fastest unlimited vehicles. $1.5 million in total payouts. Damn, man. As it's happening, right as we're recording it. Yeah, I'm reading. I'm reading. Yeah. Wow, crazy. But yeah, let's dude. let's go back to Jeffrey's back, man. Yeah, yeah. So uh what happened? Oh, Take us through. Take I us mean, through the pain. We, do we really care about the back? We do. We're, we'll mm-hmm. we'll we'll mm-hmm. get back to uh we'll get back to the series. <laughs> plenty to talk about, plenty yeah. that we're gonna discuss. I just I just feel like my back's not a, an importance anymore. It was a uh, big importance when uh you're unable to perform. So I mean, what do you mean I performed? 
I mean, like, like basic functions. I mean, hey, that's what I, I mean. I was able to do it after a long day on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, uh, I hurt my back deadlifting a couple weeks ago, and the pain never kind of subsided before before we left for Oklahoma. So then I had one last chiropractor appointment. Yep, and kind of explained my discomfort in my back, and he's like, "Oh." We got you. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, that, that's that's good to hear because we have a 12-hour drive, too. Yep. So then uh, he adjusted me, and then he went to go adjust my hip, my lower back area. And he goes, ooh. He's like, you're going to feel this one tomorrow. He's like, I we moved you a little too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I've Fucked been you sore. Up. You know, I've been sore before. Yeah. And uh, so Wednesday we left. Um, got to St. Louis um, th- uh, Wednesday night, and then Thursday we kind of sightseed all all day. Yep. In and out of the truck, and I could feel my back like getting sore and 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 more sore throughout the day. Yep. And it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, okay, this is the soreness that he's talking about. Yep. Fast forward to Friday now. <laughs> uh, couldn't walk. Couldn't walk. I couldn't even stand straight. Mm-hmm. I can barely move. Shell. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then uh yeah, we uh went to the media meeting and thank God, um, for my sake, everything got canceled. Yeah. And then once I heard that, then I'm like, I told these two, I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's go back to the house, drop me off, and you guys could go go have fun, I guess, mm. while I lay no agony. Fun. Nope. Didn't have any <laughs> and, fun. Uh, Anyway, so, you know, we get back to the house. They drop me off. I flop my big ass on the couch, and that's where I laid for a couple hours. Fell asleep, got up, and tried to make my way to the bathroom, and I'm like, no. Like, I I can't walk. Like, I can barely stand up straight. Yeah. So then I laid on the floor, um, tried to do some stretching because I was like, oh, maybe if I stretch, I'll loosen up. I call the fellas, then I we can go to the to the to the band. Yeah. You know, obviously I have social media, so I'm seeing these guys have fun. Zero fun. And, no fun. And and enjoying their time Mm-mm, in zero. Oklahoma. So sad. And uh no. So then once I stretched, I think I made it ten times worse. Yeah. Um, I couldn't even get off the floor. I was like I was in pain, like to the point where I'm like, I'm shaking. And then that's when I called Tex Lyle because Tito was uh, belly flopping in the pool. I was forced. <clears throat> <laughs> and uh, like peer pressured. And no, so then uh, I called Lyle up, and uh, they were like, "Hey, we're on our way." And yeah, they walked through the front door, and I'm on the floor in the fetal position, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a turtle stuck on his back. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, ended up going to the emergency room mm-hmm. for five hours. For a four minute talk and a shot. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they dope me up with painkillers and muscle relaxers and whatnot. And yeah, that was about it. Yeah. And nothing to do with us licking the arch. Yes. <laughs> uh, nothing yeah, yeah. to do with us licking the arch. <laughs> but no, the back pain, that, that was it for my back pain. So then Saturday, obviously, I was in little pain, but thank God for the, the medication, the Western medicine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the Western medicine. That white man medication. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because it was in medicine. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, they got me back on my feet. I was able to carry my camera and and 
obviously I was very limited on what I would, would be able to do. So I stood in my spot and that's where I stood all day. Yeah. Yep. And then I watched Lyle and Tito walk all over that track. <laughs> <laughs> I climbed a mountain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watched these uh, guys. Uh, I mean, in fairness, I stood in the heat in the sun all day. Dude, yeah. I, I did feel bad for you. You were like standing over there just baking on the hillside. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, no, other than that, amazing Oklahoma trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it started out really well. Uh, one of the questions we didn't get the answer on the way back was kind of our, uh, our highlight. And I, and I, and I'm not trying to say that, you know, mid America, all that stuff wasn't fun. I think getting there, we had, we had a blast. Yeah. Getting there was so much. And fun. I think that was kind of the highlight of it was that, um, what was that? Th- Thursday? Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Cause we left Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then Thursday morning, pretty much that whole day was like the yeah. highlight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we got up, showered, um, and then we went to waffle house went to waffle house, yep. mm-hmm. ordered that grand slam breakfast, mm-hmm. crushed some grits. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Went to go get a haircut. Oh, not that old people get up early in the morning. Yeah. Yep. Haircut, haircut place <laughs> opens at what? Nine. Yeah. Yeah. We got there a little after nine. It was like nine oh six, and there's three people deep. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> it is Thursday morning. Like, go to fucking work. Man. <laughs> so then after that, we're like, okay, well, I guess they're not gonna get haircuts. Then we we're like, well, let's go to St. Louis because we're just right outside it. We want to go to the arch. Mm-hmm. And uh we get there, um, get to the arch, and then Jeffrey and I gotta take a shit. I'm like, what a perfect place <laughs> to go take a shit in the arch. Mm-hmm. So did that, Lyle comes back and goes, Hey man, like we, cause we want to get tickets to go up there. Yep. And they were like, Oh, we don't have tickets until what? 10 50. Yeah. And it was what? Like eight or is at that time. It's like 9 30. 30. Yeah. 40, 9 30. Yeah. It's yeah. like an hour to yep. even do that. And we're like, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. So then we're like, all right, well let's go, let's go check out the arch. Then we stood at like, this one is why of the you guys base. are on the toilet too. I was talking. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm telling, talking to you guys while you guys are on the shitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> gave, uh, gave the arch a big old cross chop yep. or a big old uh, crotch chop. Mm-hmm. Cause, uh, all three of us are Cubs fans. So mm-hmm. the Cardinals can fuck off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And, uh, so we get to the arch and we're like, we uh, quoted something from How I Met Your Mother where him and where Ted and Barney then went and uh, licked the art or licked the uh, Liberty Bell. Yep. As like a, as like an homage of like, oh, like it's a great night. Like, have you ever said? So, yep. yeah, we uh, went and uh, took our pictures with the the arch and then we then we licked the arch. Yep. Fake pissed on it. And then we fake pissed on it with a picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't supposed to really lick the arch. Yeah, yeah, me, I, I didn't know that you guys were not going to lick the arch. I yep. was fully committed. <laughs> yeah. You held your tongue on there for a while. I yeah. did, too. Yeah. picture to be taken. Yeah. I, I, I did, too. I had my eyes closed. I was like, I don't know when we're pulling off, but I'm sure I've licked worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of arches I've licked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so then we left around like 11-ish. Yep. I think we got back on the road, and then someone... Told us to stop at a uh, ice cream shop. Yeah, a little old town fudge. fudge. Yeah, little fudge shop mm-hmm. called Uranus. Uranus Fudge Factory. Fudge Factory. <laughs> Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> so we traveled the uh, two and a half hours down the road, and Lord, load and behold, we entered 
but Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> yeah. You had the most fun yes, in Uranus. Yes. Uranus. Yes, yes. I've never felt more comfortable <laughs> than when I was in Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> no, Uranus was definitely fun. It was uh, dude, fun. it was it was tight. Yeah, it was I tight. tell you what, I felt like <laughs> I, I felt like a kid again. We were like kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So we pulled up. And we were like, oh, all right, like whatever, like Uranus, like, you know, how it's the planets pronounced. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like it's gonna be a fun little like factory shop, dude. We get there and it's like, we, we pack fudge for you or like we like something like along yeah. those lines. Yeah. Like, oh man. I'm like, that's a little, little out there, like kind of leaning into it. And then we like pull up to the sign and yeah, it was like, oh, fudge is homemade. Yeah. And, and it wasn't home. like home. Yeah. Oh, Homemade, yeah, homemade, and it was just some lady up there and looked like luscious, Lodge. yeah, looked like luscious Lori. And <laughs> we were like, What the fuck are we getting into? And as we get close to start walking around, they're leaning hard, yeah, they are into mm-hmm. the Uranus thing. They're yeah. like, Oh, like have a taste of Uranus is like painted on the ground, yeah. And I was like, What the fuck, man. And uh, no, we went and checked it out. Cute little thing, they really leaned into it mm-hmm. and uh, went by the fudge thing, uh, kind of the store. and Man, they had a bunch of shirts. Yes. Bunch of fun, yeah. like, shirts and stuff. Like, they had, like, what? Like, Uranus Concrete? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, uh, what was the one I was wearing? Straight out of Uranus? Yeah, straight out of mm-hmm. Uranus shirts. I, I mean, over, I was, it was a great time. Yeah, it was fun. Dude. I mean, like I said, I felt like a kid. I don't think any kid would get the humor out of it. But yeah. <laughs> tell you one thing. We did. <laughs> Dude. And then we uh, went and got ice cream. And uh, did our fun little video. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't checked that out, check our TikTok. Yep. Yep. And then the we up. ate uh, the impulsive. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then we ate on the bus and yeah, we jumped back on and, and left. And I don't know, man, it was, it was a great time. And then we got to Jay, Oklahoma and um, checked out the track. Track looked crazy, looked incredible. Um, facilities looked amazing. And uh, yeah, then we were just kind of ready to. To get rocking and rolling, then on Friday, um, I think it was it was it Thursday, Thursday night that Thursday it rained. Night, yeah, Thursday night. It was already raining a little bit Thursday night, and uh, so Friday we kind of expected practice qualifying to be canceled, yep. but we weren't sure, so we showed up early enough anyway. We set up media meeting, and then uh, yeah, they they canceled practice qualifying before the media meeting even happened yeah and then they told us like oh there's gonna be a big like pool party at one it's like okay well we still had stuff we wanted to film and then we went and got lunch and then that's when jeffrey was like oh like you know he's back we left him at the airbnb and uh man the pool party was not fun whatsoever (laughs) like i that's why it wasn't even our highlight of our trip no yeah yeah, i (laughs) I just walked in (laughs) vlogged a few things you know, got peer pressured to, uh, you know, participate in some things and, um, just, you know, was not a friendly atmosphere whatsoever. Mm -hmm. A lot of like, Hey, do this, do that, drink this. And (laughs) I just bullying atmosphere. Yeah. It was just very, (laughs) very bullying. You know, I, I felt like that fat kid again, uh, on the res bus where Mm -hmm. they're just like, here's what you're going to do. You're going to like it. And I was like, Oh no, please don't. (laughs) So I hate it. Yeah, no, I, no, I'm glad you guys had fun. That's all. No, wasn't expecting anything less. Yeah, hated hated the belly flop competition. <laughs> hated the beer pong. Hated the beer pong. <laughs> hated the flip cup. 
hated the drinks, you know, hated the atmosphere. And, uh, He's like, mid-America, you got to do better. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. The, I mean. You got to get that bullying problem. Under yeah. You. Yeah. yeah. A, lot of, uh, a lot of, lot of bullying. And I uh, hated on how majestic I looked mm-hmm. when uh, I did the, the belly flop. So. Yeah, I was just reading again. Oh, I was going to say, I, I interrupt the story again. I was like, this says $200,000 available to the pro categories at uh, the Red Bull Cup. Damn. He's adding more money to it. On top of yeah. whatever Crandon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 200000 available to the pro classes. He doesn't, or pro category racers. Hmm. Damn. Hmm. Jeez. Yeah. Well, should we get it? He's not bowling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a hot topic though, too, is, is mid America versus champ now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's, um, I mean, again, we have, we have plenty to, to talk. Yeah. We have plenty mm-hmm. to talk with our guests here. Uh, should be available about 10, 15 minutes, but, um, yeah, let's go ahead and, uh, talk about it. You know, obviously weekend happened. Um, the, the meeting they were supposed to have was supposed to be set for 9am on Monday. Yep. Yep. Um, then Sunday got canceled. Uh, racing got canceled on Sunday. People kind of started to pack up, get ready to go. And, um, then they moved the meeting mm-hmm. from 9am to 3pm Sunday on Sunday. Yes. And, uh, so we were, we were still on the fence on if we wanted to stay or not. Yep. We were already on the fence if we wanted to stay Monday yep. for the 9am meeting, if we even wanted to go. So it's like if we could leave Sunday, we 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 wanted to. Yeah. But with the uh, race being canceled, um, you know, a lot of teams are leaving, and it's like, well, you know, again, like Jeffrey and Lyle don't really drink. There was a Packer pool party, so it's like, okay, do we even do we even participate in that? Do we stay for the meeting? Yeah. Or do we try to head back? Because it's like, yeah, even if we stay for the meeting and we head back, we're going to get what? M- maybe, maybe to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I doubt it. But then it's like, okay, then we get up the next day and then we don't get back till what? One, two, three, yep. maybe. And it's like, okay, that's essentially a whole day wasted. It's like, or we could leave early. So we decided to leave early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were thinking like, someone's going to fill us in anyways. Like, we'll know what's going to happen. Yeah, hold on. Damn, man, been in Uranus too long. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, someone's going to let us know mm, yep. uh, the news. And obviously, uh, obviously, we got the news that we all knew. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it was confirmed more than anything. As yep. you listen to the first two minutes of the episode. Yep. Um, yeah. Guess we're going mid. Yeah, we were. Uh, we yeah, we were kind of getting reports. I mean, even before that, like we there there were some things that we knew that uh, we did not want to disclose. I guess like on yeah. podcast stuff because it's like okay, like a lot of it's speculation hearsay. We don't want to say anything unless it's like pretty certain. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so you know some of the things we knew, um, and then it was just confirmed then that weekend. Like another thing that was confirmed then was. From somebody that, uh, yeah, that champ and, uh, you know, the Mid-America series or whatever the name is going to be, um, was they, they did not come to an agreement. Yep. Nope. And we found that out uh, Friday. Yep. I, I believe Friday mm-hmm. sometime in the afternoon for sure we had somebody come by and and uh, and confirm it. So they said that champ was going to go forward with uh, with the series and, and they were going to go forward and do their own thing. Yeah. Um, 
so then it was just at that matter of time. It's like, okay, well, what does Mid America have have planned? Yep. And as you heard, they had that planned, and that was what we heard kind of immediately after that on, on what the schedule was going to be. And um, so we were like, okay, well, I guess it's going to be an interesting weekend. We don't know how things are going to play out, how they're going to, you know, mesh or work with each other. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the the that's that's going to be the deal, I guess, is that the Mid America series is going to be essentially taking champ schedule, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what champ wants to do if they're able to um, put together a, a schedule for next year. Because from what I also understood. And uh, is that I think Bark River and ERX are willing to do both series. Yep. So, and in the, in that instance, I think that's a good idea for both of them. Yep. You know, for them to be like, okay, normally you're only getting a race here once a week or uh, once a year. Now you're getting a potential of two races, two series. It's, yep. it's at least something, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it's a good deal for those guys. Uh, I'm guessing then the champ schedule is going to be, you know, Andigo, Lena, ERX, Bark River, and then I don't know what it would be after that. Maybe they go back to ERX twice. Yeah, you know, I have no idea. You know, and yeah. then, or they do Bark River twice. So then it's like, okay, Bark River gets three events and ERX gets three events over the year. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I'm confused, like, what Champ would do. Like, we just left Johnny G, like, probably half hour ago, and we asked his thoughts, and he just said almost everybody's probably going to go with mid-america stuff yeah yeah like why wouldn't you because the money's there yeah the money potential of winning all that money is there yeah, yeah. and not only that but if they could get a tv package too mm-hmm. that oh, yeah, everyone's been begging for clamoring for yeah yeah so I, and nothing gets flow sports or anything but you know our sport's not big enough for that yet and you and, know and, uh, yeah unfortunately it's not big enough and and i like what uh, Jason is doing for Mid-America is putting all of his efforts into paying the drivers what they need to be paid and also searching for a good package, TV package, so we can be seen. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, like, not saying our Rush series was big or anything, but, you know, we did all we can do, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so. yeah, we've, yeah, we we gave them. Yeah, I'm, on here it says that they expanded media partnership with Speed Sport. And they just launched their own TV network, dubbed Speed Sport One. So they're going to emphasize on live broadcast programming on a national network and digital platforms next season. Ooh. So that's what they're yeah. somewhat going with now. But yeah, and, back to the rush thing is like, yeah, like we and, did a lot, I feel like, to yes. try to get this out. And, you know, the unfortunate part about Flow Sports is that. You know, yeah, yeah, I get it. You had to pay the subscription to to watch it. But even when you did that, off-road, short course off-road still took a backseat yeah. to, to, to that entire website. Yeah. Like anytime you went on it, it was always, you know, dirt track racing, oval racing, you know, sprint cars, funny cars, or, or you know, the, the different genres of oval racing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it always took a backseat to that. And that just isn't, something that I think the drivers or even, I think even fans are very happy with, yep. but at the same, but, but, and I get it though, you're joining flow sports. It is a platform of dirt sports. Yep. Yes. It's like, you didn't even try to push well, this. Well, well, and that's the thing. It's, I don't think it's up to flow sports to push it. I think it's up to the series to push okay. it. Yeah. 
You know, it just goes along like how much you want to do. Well, is it is it a pay thing? You think, hey, like we're gonna pay this much. This is how much you push it. Then, you know what I mean? It's is like an oval track. Is like no, no world I of mean, outlaws. Like paying- I mean, you see, you know, if they would have if they would have paid us to do stuff for champ, I bet you we would have pushed a lot harder. Yeah, than what we did. You know, unfortunately, we didn't get paid. Unfortunately, we had clients. You know, yeah, and we're, we're no, well, we're very fortunate that we had clients this year that we had to work for. So that was our main priority. Yeah, and I'm hoping next year with this new series that it's not going to limit media to do their job. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm most excited about. Mm-hmm. You know, and the thing of it is, 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 and I'm not saying like, you know, Champ is dead or R.I.P. to Champ or anything like that, but. I just feel I look back on it now and 2019, I think it was the first year, you know, very hopeful, you know, hoping that this new series would take it um, to a really good place. They had a, they had a five-year plan in place, you know, and they were very adamant on sticking to a budget. So they didn't end up like other series that spent all this money, spent all this money, did it the wrong way. And then all of a sudden they were out of money and they had to fold. So I, I, from what I understand is that champs ideologies was to stick to a budget. So then we can continue to have it. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately COVID happened. And when that happened, I mean, we only had a five race season or a six race season and 2021 happened. It was a, gr- it was a great year. And uh, 2022, you know, even better for pro two. But by then, you're still feeling the after effects of COVID. Yep. You know, and, and and with sponsors not putting out money, with, you know, the series not being able to get money, with just kind of the world and, and the state that it's in, I understand that, yeah, it was tough. Yep. For champ. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that's not that's not for us. That That's on them to be able to... Get the job done. Yeah. And and I can understand again why they why why things happen the way they did. Yeah, it's tough, but at the end of the day, that's how the cards played out. Yeah. Yeah. No, and like I said, it it's you know, like Keegan and, and Ryan Beat, the Greaves, Cole Mamer, you know, all these guys that actually do this for a living, you know, they they needed they needed more. Yep. Yeah, yes. you know, not even yep. more, but they needed more because they have sponsors to appease. You know, they needed more TV time, they need more this like Ryan beat not many people like him. Well, and the cost of everything. Went yeah. Up. Yeah. But not many people like Ryan beat, but for me, Ryan beats doing it right. Yep. Good business mindset. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know, he has Chevy Chevy on, on, on board. You know, that's a big manufacturer. Yeah. I haven't had anything like that since what Mopar. Yeah. yeah. And, and Toyota, but you know, title is exclusive to the Greaves. Yeah. You know, and, um, those bitches. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you have Roush performance, but not the Roush, not the Ford Roush. Yeah. So it's just like how, okay, hopefully the series will be able to showcase like what these trucks can do. Yeah. What these motors can do. And with that being said, like hopefully bring in these bigger manufacturers where, Hey, you know what? We're, we're the next NASCAR. Yeah. Because I mean, you think about how member when I said I was in Minneapolis, when I lived there and we went to ERX, yeah, nobody had a fucking clue. Yeah, no, exactly. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you are 40 minutes away yeah. from something like this and you have no idea. And, so like- And the thing it was too is that that was ERX. 
promoting their own event. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't champ. It wasn't champ. Yeah. It was ERX promoting their own shit, you know? And I think that's where it has to stop is like, all right, like Cranon's already established. Yes. You know, Cran- you know, all these other tracks, ERX, Park River, they're stepping up their game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, what else, what, what else is a new track? Uh, but ERX being the new track, you know, they just, you know, they're they're doing their best to promote their own shit. Yeah, you know, so you know, you know, hat hats off to their crew and everything. But you know, I think that's where it needed to come from camp to be pushing everything, and it just shows like their their mindset as a team over there wasn't in the right place. Yeah, I, I think their mindset at Champ was like survival almost. Yeah, like. We got, we're doing what we can to keep these things going. And unfortunately, it's just like, you don't have enough resources over there to do what you need to do. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I agree hundred percent. You, yeah. unfortunately you didn't, you didn't have the resources to, to yeah. essentially keep everyone, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And unfortunately at the end of the day, you know, cash is king. Yep. And if somebody else is willing to put more money, more effort. Yep. I don't know. I wouldn't say effort, but for sure more money towards something. Yeah. You know, there's always that glitz and glamour of like, you know, what if, and, yeah. and hopefully it's going to be better because I mean, right now it's just, again, tough, tough state to be in yep. for, for, for champ. Yeah. And, and yeah. And where I'm confused at is like why that deal to coexist with each other didn't happen. Y- yeah. And, and that's something that we uh, cannot answer. Yeah, that's when some, yeah, like you said, we don't have the information on why they didn't happen or what was the reasoning why they didn't want to go all in with each other. I, I yeah, I have no idea why there was just the unwillingness yeah. to to work out. I mean, because we talked to a few people on either sides, and of course, there's finger mm-hmm. finger pointing. One blames one, yeah, one blames yep. the other. Oh, they didn't want to work together. Oh, they didn't want to work together. Yeah. Oh, they did this. They had this proposal. Well, they had this proposal. They didn't want to do it. There was just yeah. all of that back and forth on both sides. So it's like, unfortunately, you know, we don't know who to believe. Yeah. You know, it could be Mid America and Jason, you know, trying to bully them out. Or, you know, it could be Champ trying to not, not want to play ball. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, it's unfortunate for the Champ series now. Cause like I said, like you got that money throwing up for the pros. Yeah. How do you match why, that? Yeah. Why wouldn't you go like as a pro rider? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you go there? Like I'm going to go for where the money is almost. You yeah. Know? Well, like, that, that's it. The money and a better TV package. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's, that's what one of the drivers said to us. Yeah. Like why hey, wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> he was like money aside. He was like, whoever has the best TV package. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, got to go for uh, exposure. Yep. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm guessing they could care less about the, the money portion. I mean, obviously the money's really good. Yeah. But yeah, the money could be good, but it's like, what are the sponsors getting out of it? Yeah. You know, and I think that's where one of the drivers was really looking at is as far as like a team aspect of it. Yeah. Like, how can I show my sponsors that this is by far the coolest shit ever and we want you on board? Mm-hmm. Well, give me a million dollars. You know what I mean? So it's hard to, <clears throat> so it's hard to put that all into, into effect. Yeah. So. And, and no, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens next year with champ. Yep. Um, obviously like whether, whether we're 
there or MAO or wherever, you know, we decide to go, which, you know, we can comment on later, but we got our uh, guest coming on here in a bit. Um, But regardless, man, like getting to know even some of the other uh, champ people, champ officials. um, I mean, yeah, it's, they, they've been wonderful to us. Yep. Yeah, they have been. They've been nothing but they understand where we came from. We understood where they came from. We came, yeah. like we came to an agreement with them. Yep. Like no hard feelings. They supported us. It's, yeah. And we, and, and we yeah. always tried to then, you know, be super positive about mm-hmm. things or, you know, trying to, um, you know, do, do what's best for like the sport. And yep. um, yeah, I mean, and again, and like, I don't have any, negativity towards champ. Like they like what, again, whether we're there or, you know, somewhere else next year, it's like, I, I enjoyed talking to them guys, joking around with those guys, wonderful people to be around. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, man, like I just a shame (laughs) how things, how things played out, you know, you wish it could, uh, Mm -hmm. a merger and agreement, but yeah. And then some people think it's just going to (laughs) become like a sportsman series thing. But again, we heard that, Jason, what's his name? Is it Jason? Yeah. 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 That he's also trying to help the sportsman guys also. Yeah. 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 Give them. And, and I think stuff. the pro, well, and again, we can get into it, but I think the pro schedule will probably be the further races. Yeah. 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 Where it's you the know. pro only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and he's going to be like, Harry, I'm also helping you guys out. All right. I'm going to give our uh, guest a call. Oh, shit. And our next guest, he is our off-road sports analyst. He's our expert. He is the seven-time Pro Four Points champion. We have Kyle LaDuke. What's up, guys? What's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, life, man. Just sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's good. But right now it sucks. But uh, no, it's all good. Just trying to trying to get through the day, doing some blood work, handling my business, and uh, ready to talk some off-road racing. Did you uh, did you get a chance to watch uh, on Saturday at all? I know that they said they were having some streaming issues, um, but uh, did you get to watch any of it, all of it at all? Yeah, we were watching uh, the sportsman stuff earlier, or uh, or some of the UTV racing earlier, and then it had a problem, I think, during Pro Buggy, and then uh, they shut off, and I was like, oh, no, we're going to miss it. And then it, it came right back on uh, maybe a lap or two in the Pro Light. So, yeah, I got to watch the, the big pros and the pro utv gotcha so then you essentially missed what so the rest of pro buggy you missed pro stock pro spec and then you got into pro light yeah i didn't see any pro spec kind of bummed and even on the replay now it's not on there at all so didn't get to watch it yeah so i guess uh kind of how pro spec went down was that uh yeah rayford was uh leading it and uh doing a good job it looked like he was just gonna kind of for surely wrap it up and then uh, he, at some point in the track he uh he rolled it no so yeah so rayford was very aggressive in the beginning made his way up to the front and i think nick somehow went from like last to third by the halfway mark and then of course you know how aggressive nick is yeah, yeah. Um, ended up spinning out Rayford in the back section. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, yeah, essentially ran away with it. Uh, you know, ended his season on a win. And then Chad, I guess, uh, just overthinking and everything, uh, made a mistake and, and rolled, rolled her. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jeez. Did, uh, Did he land back on his wheels and was able to finish or what? Uh, he was able to finish, but no, he was like a turtle. He was on the hood. <laughs> oh no! Did but he the, had uh, enough points to get it done, though. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, imagine that half second of pure panic of thinking, "No." Yeah. yeah. Right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I texted the guys like, "Does that mean he lost?" <laughs> Oof! Yeah, you got to start counting numbers, especially yeah. that they didn't have a second day of racing, which is obviously the worst case scenario. But I get it. I get why they didn't. That I have uh, a backyard full of that red Georgia mm-hmm. type play. And uh, when it is wet, you can't even walk on it. So, uh, yeah, that's a bummer. But yeah, good. That's a. I'm glad Visser got another win. His driving suit looked like he passed every UTV and prospect. He was covered in mud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, I kind of want to get your uh, your opinion or your thoughts then on on Mao from what you were able to see, what you're able to watch. Uh, you know, kind of what is your uh, what is your opinion on the uh, on the track and the facility. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was talking to uh, Trad the other day, or yesterday, just kind of recapping everything that he went through in the races, and, and uh, you know, I'm going to be, you know, somewhat honest with it, so, you know, whether people liked it or not, but it was, I, I, I was a little confused, because normally there's always somebody, probably most of you guys, that get a drone up and, and show the facility, um, but I had no no understanding of where grandstands were, where hot pit was, where spotters tout, like I'm just watching guys drive around a track. And then all of a sudden you, a guy's gone. And you're like, wait, did he go to hot pit? Why is hot pit way over there? Like, I don't know. I was as a driver and a spectator. Now I had no idea about what was going on. And, and I don't know. I, I'd say, I say it was a, not a great, uh, first turnout, but a hundred percent of the reason was because of the rain. Um, I think that track would have been drastically different. The results would have been different if they didn't have the rain and the huge walls of ruts and, and slick insides to hitting these, you know, all these flat tires that just ruined everyone's weekend. Um, it looked cool. I think it would, I think he's got the right idea. The, the size, the corners, the jumps. Um, I, I would love to have, done it differently um you know coming down that hill going 70 something miles an hour they put a a micro tabletop obviously to slow the driver down (laughs) you know i i I get i somewhat get it to keep them slowed down a little bit but that literally just took all the wind out of the sails for me to see those dudes coming down the hill like oh they're gonna get it and they have to slam on the brakes and jump 10 feet um so that kind of bummed me out a little bit that uphill jump coming out of the tunnel looks super dope you jump over around the hill come down underneath and I don't know if they just didn't capture it right. Like a ground cam on the K-Rail would have been sick or something to show like elevation, how high up that hill they're going. And I don't know. I think they, they could have missed, they, they could have done a little bit better with a lot of things, but again, first time, first race, you know, brand new track. You can tell it's fully under construction. Um, so once, you know, once they build a, a, a purpose built track, I think that'll be good. As long as they've got the right people working it and doing it, I think that'll be exciting to see something new. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that was the biggest thing was um, a lot of a lot of the drivers thought when I asked them about the track was that they're like, no, it's definitely a UTV slash like rally track. Um, yeah, but, yeah. You could tell it was it was very tight for the the Pro Two and, and Pro Four. So yeah, 
Yeah, and I think uh, where MAO really uh, dropped the ball was track prep in between races. Um, yeah, that's what Trad said. They were like scrambling on time and, and no track prep at all. Yeah, I mean, they had like 15 minutes in between like every race to to do some little track prep. And from talking sure. to Johnny G over the weekend, he was like, he said, what are these guys doing? They have a dozer here. They have a dozer over there. They have a dozer here. in that corner. Like they could be prepping in between races. He's like, even if it's just the corners, which that's yeah. where a lot of the corners were big, deep rutted, obviously from the rain, but they didn't like prep those corners or everything turned into a single line track. Yeah. Even like that, the, the right hander right on in turn one, right after the start line or finish line, like mm-hmm. the pro I was sitting there with my wife watching it. I'm like, all right, is it just me or does it look like they're going seven miles an hour? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they were, uh, they were, they were going seven miles an hour <laughs> and, they, and, and it would still slide wide and hit that, that huge rut. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, uh, some of the stuff, yeah, for sure sucks. But again, I'm pumped on a new new facility. We all just got an email from the new schedule, like new, new, new. We need some new flavor. Yep. Yeah, and then I guess the good thing about MAO is that that's not the, the track that I guess uh, the off-road trucks are going to be racing on. I guess they're going to have a purpose-built track for those guys in the near future. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I heard, and that's what I was saying a second ago. As long as they get the right dude to build it, uh, then it's going to be awesome. But, you know, if you get a, a guy with the wrong concept or the wrong idea um, that, that hasn't never been in a race car, um, especially our level, um, then you're going to not have the showcase that you want. And I think that's that's critical. So I'm going to try and do my best, as sure as anyone else will, to try and reach out and, and uh, lend that helping hand to some design concepts. So I, I, the natural terrain there would be insane to play yes. with. Um, I was. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry, Kyle. No, I was saying I was helping with the Anago track, and obviously that's just a donut, a flat field donut. So you, you mean there's not much you can do with that without having you know half a million dollars worth of dirt brought in. But uh, a place like that, man, that's just yeah, it looks super exciting to build. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like uh, Oklahoma goes, then uh, the new purpose-built track, however they decide to do it, um, is there any way that they're able to not use the same kind of clay or dirt that they used on that track that we saw this weekend? Well, I, I'm 99% sure that they brought that in to build uh, the track for rally the rally cars. cars. Okay. okay. Yeah, because my backyard, if it's like, it's, it hasn't rained here in four or five days. It's concrete. Like, it is absolute. I can't even put a blade into it. Like, it is rock hard. So, that's a pro if you want If you want a little uh, car with semi-slicks on it. Like, you can pack it. You can scrape it to where it's flat and, and then let it sit in the sun, and that thing will be blacktop. So, that, even watching the local, when the pro lights went there and raced, you know, by themselves, like, it looked like a nightmare. Those guys were at idle around the corners because it was blue groove blacktop, mm-hmm. um, just not meant for those. So I don't know what's underneath it. I'm sure it's prime dirt underneath it, unless it's super rocky. But um, I think for the truck track, they'll use whatever they have there instead of that that type of dirt. I would assume. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, even when I was there, uh, when I was uh, walking down onto the track, man, the uh, 
the rocks they had were like really sharp, man. They're really jagged. And, uh, and I hope that's not the case, uh, when they start building the other track, because I mean, that was, dude, that was a nightmare to try to get around those rocks, man. They didn't feel good on your feet at all. And I had fucking shoes on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So like a year or so ago, me and, uh, Mickey Thomas went to Georgia with this guy that wanted to build the track. And, uh, we laid out this super dope place at an unbelievable facility. Um, really sick natural terrain down through these trees. It was going to be really, really exciting. Uh, but the dirt was garbage, like shale rock, just like you're talking like yeah. broken rock. And I was like, dude, I don't, I don't know if you can dig down to get better stuff. He's like, Oh, whatever. I'll bring it. I'll bring new dirt. We'll cut it down two feet and bring in two feet of dirt. I'm like, Oh my God. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I don't know. He may have a, a dirt problem there and, and he may need to, bring in that dirt but it looks like he's got no problem affording it and doing that to bring in the show yeah yeah and 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 again you know like uh the the facilities were great um i mean you know again they they canceled uh practice qualifying on friday uh you know they had the pool they had a pool there they have like two bars restaurant uh, right on the facility, dude. They got a convenience store, a parts store. I mean, again, like the great facility, great start. The track, unfortunately, you know, just suffered a part of you know Mother Nature. So, um, yeah. I mean, the racing that we got was the racing that we got. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get Saturday. But what were your thoughts then uh, when you were watching uh, kind of the uh, the races past Pro Light? Then, uh, like as far as like you know Pro Turbo goes, uh, Kyle Cheney was up on CJ Greaves. Uh, kind of had it wrapped, but he didn't. Um, you know, what What were your thoughts, I guess, on that, uh, on the Pro Turbo race? Uh, that one I didn't watch too much of. I watched some. I saw Van Epperen's crash. That was pretty violent all the way down that hill. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all in all, I think, I think they looked great. That track fit them. I think in, in certain sections, it looked comfortable. I think, like you said, the, some of them felt like it was a UTV-based track. So, um, with their four-wheel drive and all that, I think I think they really showcased uh, the track more so than the faster truck. So that was definitely one of the most exciting or action-packed races to watch. What did you uh, What did you think about the length of the track? I mean, because they had a they had an ability to take off that back section, you know, back by those big three jumps. Um, and then they kind of wrap it back around to come back to the main part of the track. Uh, did you think yeah. that it was too long at all, or did you think like there was a good, good uh, change up from what we're seeing? Uh, I think it was the longest, tightest track. It sounds <laughs> weird, right? Like mm. it's a huge track, but it was one of the tightest, most technical. It doesn't make it; those two words don't fit in the same sentence. But um, I think if they got rid of that back section, it would have it would have been much, much more boring. I feel, I feel like those tabletops and some of that action showed, you know, brought in some of the heat. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know how to loosen it up. I don't know, you know, I don't know how to open those type of things um, with some of the stuff that they had. I don't know if they could have cut corners off to, to make some of the racing different and better with the water. I don't, I don't, I didn't know the scenario. I wasn't there. So I, I didn't get to see like where the water was pooling or where it was really muddy, but even during the races, when they did the start line, they're like splashing through a swimming pool of water. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But same thing. I've, I've driven tractors. It would have taken 30 minutes to dig a little trench and dig a little puddle for all that water to run off the track. Like, 
if the tractors are sitting there, you can redesign the whole thing in an afternoon, right? Yep. Like, so I get I get what Johnny and them were saying is is dude, fire them up, and go to work. Like, what's the problem? <laughs> so why do you, why do you think that is? You think the guy just doesn't have experience as far as getting a track ready after it rains, or like I mean, I'm, and I'm not trying to like blame anybody yeah, or say anybody's incapable right. of of getting it together, but you know the the in hindsight's always twenty twenty, but like why why do you think that is? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, lack of experience, maybe. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know who ran the program or who ran the tractors or who said to turn that one on and go do this. But, um, like at, at Crandon, they have an answer to it, right? They've got obviously 50 years of experience, but they've got an answer when a downpour is. We are not really at Crandon having a downpour on Friday, being like, oh no, we're screwed, because we know, we know they've built it and are capable of clearing it and giving us a racetrack. They've done it for decades. So I, I, I feel maybe a better experience thing. And obviously, you know, being a new facility, I don't know that they've trained for water runoff and capturing water and being able to clear it type of thing. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't want to point fingers at all, but there's been guys at, at, at Lucas and, and, and champ that we just look at them and go, dude, let's go. Like, fire up the tractors and fix the problems. Like, you know, if, if there's cars yeah. flipping over through the rhythm section in Anago, they'll go out there and bulldoze that. But if there's, if there's a water puddle or a super muddy section, they, they don't touch it. So I don't, I don't know. It's, it's sadly it's hit or miss. Yeah. This is, it sucks. Um, and then, uh, also like while you're watching, um, you know, uh, uh some of the pro light or, or pro turbo at that time, had you heard anything from trad about, you know, uh, another rainstorm coming in and that potential of Sunday being canceled? Yeah, actually he, it was, uh, before they were even running, I think it was maybe around noon or somewhere around there. He texted me, he's like, Oh yeah, I think we're going to race today, but it might be for double points. And I said, for what? He's like, oh, we're expecting a huge uh, storm to hit tonight. Um, and the officials are debating on running double points. And I'm, I'm all for double points instead of no races. I mean, shit, like, it, I know one one person has a bad day and it's, it really screws them. But if you don't even get a chance to have a championship to get all the points for the year, then I feel that's even worse. Yeah. Um, you know, like Mickey Thomas, like he had a bad day. And if he had Sunday you know, who knows how that could go for Corey and the whole changeup. So, um, if I was racing, I would have been pissed that they didn't do double points to at least capture my year's worth of points to give me a fair shot at winning or losing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I obviously knew that was coming and I looked at the, I looked at the weather that was supposed to come to Jay and it, it didn't look promising. It almost looked like a guaranteed, you know, downpour. Um, and especially coming from the locals, if they know it's going to rain there, and then I feel like they should have had a better answer for, for all the drivers or teams and sponsors on what to do. Yeah. And, um, yeah, with, with that, then, uh, let's get into pro two. Like you said, uh, Mickey Thomas and, uh, you know, Corey winner, Ryan beat, those guys are competing for a pro two points championship. Uh, you know, you started racing right off the start, man. Mickey Thomas was super aggressive <laughs> and, uh, and, and knowing that they might not race on Sunday, 
you know, what do yeah. you kind of, what, what were your thoughts then on that pro two race? Like I said, with Mickey starting out hot, getting out front and then, uh, you know, Corey, even the past two years has kind of had a really tough time being able to kind of close that deal out. Yeah, I agree that the, I went back and watched it again the other day and I didn't realize how far back Ronnie actually started. I think he was like dead last. Yeah. Uh, pretty close to the back. Yeah. Yeah. So then obviously I, I, I missed some of the action, the chaos going through turn one. Uh, so I rewatched it again yesterday and, um, obviously Mickey threw it in on the inside. <laughs> um, I don't think, I don't think he did any wrong. He never, he didn't touch Ryan. Ryan hit that big rut and got shoved out and then carnage ensued for him. But, um, I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, if, if you're close and you know, you have a good truck, like, and you know, there was some, obviously what are they in verse six? So there's going to be some two second, two and a half second slower guys in front of you on the pole. So you either get caught in that train, uh, or you, like you said, last race of the year, potentially, and your only ability to win a championship is to win. So, uh, you either be safe like Corey was, or, you know, push i mean you, you gotta push and i know mickey they call him the silent assassin uh <laughs> i don't i don't know why he's quiet but i don't know if he's an assassinator but uh <laughs> he's a he's definitely a, a badass racer for sure so i think he he did the right thing he got up front and then uh i wasn't you know, surprised but Vakowski was running up with those guys the entire race it was good for him um it seemed like either he was holding up, up the field a little bit because Corey was being super, super careful. Yeah. Um, and then Mickey was able to just run. But I, I don't understand why Mickey would drive that hard with that huge of a gap. I mean, dude, it was gone. Yeah. Right? Like, like turn I, it down to six or something. <laughs> yeah, the guy was two seconds faster than everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, that's what I mean. So I think, I think he was smart and he was pushing hard, but... I feel like a little bit more than he needed to. Um, and what's crazy is when I watched it back again, he had a flat at the half, at the halfway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. So I don't know what he missed, what the spotters or somebody missed it. Yeah. Cause when he went by after the comp yellow, I was just off turn one kind of by the, uh, over under section, I saw him go by and I saw it. It wasn't like flat, flat, but it was, it was going down. And well, he had an airliner in it. Yeah. So he's got a tire within the tire. So um, do, do you think, obviously he probably didn't know that he had a, like you got, I don't know, I guess I'm not a driver, but in that instance, you go by at the comp yellow, you know, do you think he knew he had a flat? And even if he did, why wouldn't he pull into the hot pits? Because they're right off the, yeah. right off the bridge. Yeah, that's exactly my point. So I've never raced with an interliner in my tire ever in my life. So I don't know how that feels when the outer tire goes down. Um, but I mean, it, it, it was clear as day. And the problem was, was that when he was driving around on the caution, they showed it that the, the sidewall um, had massive wrinkles in it. Yeah, and was like dark and light and dark and light. So he's at least done at least two laps on that flat. Okay. So he had time, and spotters had time to see it. And you know, I the TV can zoom in a little bit, but it's clear as day. As soon as he crossed the stripe for the thing from the camera by the stands, like, oh yeah, he's got a right rear gone. So he should have landed off that jump and drove right over the bridge and gone right to hot pit, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm just curious. You know, 
they're either having that argument or <laughs> why weren't you looking at my truck to tell me I had a flat? Um, but yeah, that, that would have been a huge change for him. Or he just tried to milk it. He's like, you know, maybe it'll last. But um, so then I thought about that. Well, maybe he just said, okay, we've got whatever, four laps to go. Maybe it'll hold on to it. But he was driving like he had all four 100%. Um, landing on the wheel sideways, you know, he was doing everything as if he didn't know he had a flat still after the after the halfway. So I don't know. And those tires jumping and landing on that type of clay with a Pro 2, they're not going to last a lap or two. So I don't know. I'm surprised he wasn't black flagged or what he was. But because I think the rule is as soon as the tire starts to shred, you've got to bring it in. Yeah, because uh, he didn't last very long. After they threw the green, they went around once, uh, came by twice, and then by the time they're coming off that back section, he was well off the pace. Oh, and uh, yeah, and, by, and by then, uh, you know, Ronnie had gotten by, and and we kind of we got a chance to talk to Corey after the race, and he yeah he kind of said what you you know said what you said. He was trying to you know play it safe, you know, no reason to try and fight with Ronnie. Uh, was in a really good spot. Mickey dropped back, and uh, he didn't want to push, but he also didn't want to kind of, you know, be lackadaisical and, and not, you know, lose any more positions than he had to. Lackadaisical? <laughs> yeah. I, I believe that's a word. <laughs> I was going to say something, too. I, I, believe, I believe that's a word. <laughs> um, Sounds like something Will Ferrell would say. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah. So after the, uh, the, the pro two race got done, um, I, I guess before we get to that, even, you know, you mentioned Zakowski and, uh, Zikowski yeah. was on podium in third. Um, and just to fill you in us three here had a hundred dollar bet on who we think would get podium first. I had a hundred bucks on Bob brand. Uh, Lyle had a hundred dollars on Zakowski and Jeffrey had a hundred dollars on Troy Cox's truck. And, um, we saw Zakowski in third. I was worried about me losing a hundred dollars. You know, what was your, uh, what was your mindset? I guess going into that final lap, seeing Zakowski on thir- in third. Well, what's super random is down here in Alabama out by ourselves. We got like three houses that are right at the end of our property. And this new guy moved in maybe about a year ago, built a shop. He's got a sign company, sticker company, came over checking out the trucks and he's like oh yeah i've got a friend that races i was like oh that's cool what does he he have he's like oh he's got a he races a pro two i'm like the fuck <laughs> really like he's like yeah zach Zakowski. i'm like yeah i know exactly who that is yeah so anyway so now he comes over to our house and uh we watch the races together so he was cheering because obviously that's his, his homeboy back mm-hmm. from the they used to race quad together i guess okay, okay yeah. and uh you know, normally Zach would be doing all right. I mean, he'd be flipped over or he had a motor problem and like all these scenarios that are taking him out this year. And uh, anyway, he was running second, looking good. And then he got bumped back with uh, Ronnie and, and those guys passing him. But, you know, it was going to be a big deal to, for him, his buddy, to finish on the podium. Um, but I, I genuinely don't know what happened that last time. They didn't show anything. No. Yeah, I have no idea nothing. either. Uh, I, I think I saw... Uh, when I was taking a poop today, I was on uh, on Facebook <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was scrolling by, and Zakowski uh, said he lost power uh, on that final lap. 
So oh his truck God. just gave up on him. And he was like, I think his post said something like, I don't know what I did to piss off the racing gods. He's like, but I had podium. I was so excited for it. He knew the position he was in, but his truck just kind of gave out on him. And, and that's a, I mean, that's a rough deal. You know, he highlighted uh, his yeah. injuries and just some of the, the, the rough stuff he's going through and then, uh, you know, new truck. It's just bummer deal man and uh you know for me though it's another hundred dollars i get to not spend so I mean, <laughs> you know i'm i'm cool with it <laughs> yeah no it's, it's definitely a bummer to see anybody go out but um you know it was quite quite the mix-up i mean uh holzker showed up with no body panels left except the roof at the, for the podium <laughs> and then you know ronnie ronnie comes out of nowhere and and puts a good pace on. I don't know if you would have had enough for Mickey at the end and all that, but you know, Ronnie was pushing in some spots that other people definitely were. He's passed Zach on the tabletops in the back. And, um, yeah, I mean, obviously Ronnie's been fast all year. So I sent him a message, you know, telling him good job. Congrats. It's a, you know, a big, big deal. I never won. I raced a pro two season for a year and I didn't win anything. So, yeah. uh, he's got one up on me for sure. So hats yeah. off to him for sure and everybody. Uh, after that pro two race, um, you know, kind of thinking like, Hey, we're probably not going to race Sunday. Did you think that Corey pretty much had the pro two point championship wrapped up after that race? Uh, yeah. And then even, even with the pressure, right. So if they were to race that same track the next day, the the amount of pressure on, on Mickey and and the rest to try and make up, uh, the points lost, it's, you're just going to destroy your truck, get another flat. Like that track was not in favor of a, uh, an aggressive pushing style. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I, I knew they were going to race the next day, obviously, cause you know, Travis, like, there's no way dude, it's already raining, but, uh, you know, watching it, it kind of, it kind of sucks, honestly, because Corey didn't get to celebrate the way he wanted to cause yep. mm-hmm. they weren't sure if they were racing. They didn't have, you know, he's not spraying champagne. Like that definitely kind of sucks, uh, for him and, and, and all the all the champions, honestly. Um, so that was a little bit of a dumb dumb finale because it's like, yeah, they're happy on the podium, but like, are we champions or what's the deal? Yeah. So yeah. so I mean, when you win it, you're in the pits with all your buddies, and you're like, all right, yeah, I guess we did it. Like, <laughs> it's kind of a, a bittersweet moment for them. Oh, for sure, for sure. And uh, you know, and then and then we did ask Corey about it too, and and really, like, hey, like, do, do you feel that it kind of takes away from it and and Corey was a really good sport about it. I think he was just happy to even win and, and be the pro two points champion. So I think for him, he was uh, just happy, you know, again, that it happened. We, we were able to kind of uh, record some of that. So we might be able to, to release that here soon, but um, but yeah, let's move on to, to pro four then uh, you know, the class that uh, you're in um, and uh, the, the race was something else, man. Let me tell you with, uh, you know, Jeepa out on the, out on the pole. Um, yeah, man. And, and, and like you said, an aggressive style track or an aggressive driver on that track is something that was going to be so hard to do. And it feels like Jimmy tried and tried and tried, but that track just was not going to him at all. You know, what were your thoughts on the pro four race? Uh, yeah, I guess in a, in a complete nutshell, it was, it was decent to watch. It was sad to watch because there was a lot of carnage and a lot of broken parts, but, um, you know, watching the start, watching the grid of CJ in the back with RJ back there, like it was interesting to see where everybody started because a lot of the, 
potential swingers and, and new race winners were up in the front. Um, has Johnny, did Johnny win a race at all this year? Nope. Uh, no, he is not. Nope. No. Okay. So that's, that, yeah, it was him. It was him, Cheney. I mean, you, you, yeah, you name it. Namor was up there trying to, trying to scrounge some, some sort of a victory out of that kid. Um, so yeah, it was a good, it was interesting to watch the lineup of like trying to predict who's going to do what to the first turn. Cheney hit the inside. I thought he was going over in- immediately. <laughs> so, he, he saved it and that kind of set the tone for Johnny to be out front driving by himself. And um, Johnny's, you can tell he's, he's pretty tentative, but that track wouldn't really allow for, for sliding in those corners backwards and, and, and sliming into stuff. So they started sliming into berms. I saw he packed his whole right front wheel full of mud. So that thing must've been shaken like an absolute <laughs> So I was trying to tell my wife as, as, you know, he came out of the corner and bulldozed it. And next thing I know, I can see half green and half dirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I told her, I'm like, I, none of you have experienced that, but like when you jump and that thing goes to droop, the entire truck is like shaking inches. Like it's so violent when you pack a wheel like mm-hmm. that. Um, and you think something's wrong, right? You think you got something broken with a truck because it's vibrating only when you jump. Like so many scenarios going through your head. But um, And then you end up getting a flat on the other side. So he obviously hit one on the other side too and got another flat. So he was uh, he was kind of doomed doomed from the beginning or pretty early. But uh, I was pumped to see Cheney running up front. He's uh, gotten a little bit faster here and there, but um, that was a big step for him to be up front and be that far out front. So that was that was exciting, leading all the way up to the halfway point. And I could see CJ was being so careful and like so slow back in the back. Yeah, um, he passed one, lose one, kind of gained one, but nobody was nobody was swamping through the field. I guess I guess like you said, maybe Henderson. He was he was making some passes. He got a little bumpy with Johnny, and Johnny got bumpy with him back. Um, <laughs> and then Carlson comes in, and he's you know rear ending Johnny on the restart. And I'm like, dude, you're just you're just sifting the fire, dude. <laughs> just leave it alone. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think it was good action. I think there was enough carnage uh, to make it exciting. I think there was, an, uh, you know, I saw RJ come down that hill and just smoke that concrete wall. Oh my God, he got so lucky to get away with a with the, just the limited amount of damage he got. Yeah, but, for sure. No, I don't know. I don't know what uh what are you guys thinking on on what it was like there? Was it exciting? Was it too far off, stretched out in the fields to feel the 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 pace of the pro fours or yeah, talking what, to what were your thoughts? Yeah, talking to Johnny again, um he was saying that it was a second gear track for him. You know, he as wide open as it looks, he was like, Yeah, he was like, You barely get out of second. He was like, I tried third, but would just you know, would just Stumble on how, yeah. how low the gear was for him. So yeah, so their, their trucks are a little different. They've got to wing those things up. They got to keep them up with the Fords and small block stuff. We can kind of bog them and lug them a little bit to get traction. Yep, yep. So I mean, for me, I think the track layout was super cool. Um, I I think they just needed to tighten some stuff up. Um, if they would have did some track prep, I think the track would have allowed more yeah, more sure. passes or more of a multi-line track, if you will. Yeah, that's a valid point. I think I think they they felt that way too. Watching those guys tiptoe through turn one just to stay off of the ruts. Yep. Um, 
And I feel like a lot of those corners that they have those big banks and like the big uh, inside bumps on some of those rollers, those guys were like cutting half of the track off. Um, <laughs> but that's fine. But that's what, you know, that's what racers do. They try to get every inch out of it until you get yelled at. Um, so I think they could have cleaned that up a little bit or put some sort of a, I don't want to say tractor tire. I hate those damn things. But <laughs> something there, you know, to scare them. Yeah, or like uh, a concrete barrier or something, just like even. A yeah, little, just yeah. yeah. Something, a mannequin that looked like a, a human center. Yeah. <laughs> Put like a safety vest on it. Yeah, but I think I think uh, my favorite part of the whole track was that uphill triple. I mean, it, it showcased everything that these trucks can do, jumping wise, the speed that they needed to get there, and and I'm was, hoping you guys have a good shot of it because I I feel like that jump was like. 80 feet. I feel like it wasn't much at all, but it sounds like it was a big jump. Yeah. Yeah. I got one shot of uh, Ryan beat airing it out. Oh, okay. I got a back shot of the uh, pro four guys. It was like one guy hit it regular. The second guy hit it just a little bit harder. And the third guy just fucking flew it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and I think, I, I think it might've been RJ. And I think that's why he might've hit the bear. I, I don't know, <laughs> but I know, like I said, like the first guy hit it just fine. But the third guy, cause all us camera guys over there all looked at each other. We were like, who the fuck was that? <laughs> so on the, t- on the, the live show, most of that shot was covered by the drone. Um, and the drone oh. was behind the cars. It was behind the cars and above the car. So it, you almost couldn't tell that they were in the air type thing. It wasn't even, there was no scope, no, uh, no size of it. So it's kind oh. of bummed that, like I said earlier about some of the angles that you just didn't, didn't capture if there was excitement there. And even like, even the low spot going under the tunnel and the amount of, uh, altitude that they raised to go up to that jump, you you couldn't tell it. You'd have, you could only see it like in backgrounds of other shots. So, um, that could have been viewed a little bit better and, and, uh, that would have brought some more excitement to the race. Yeah, no. And, and, and that's the thing too, is like, it never does it justice. Even when we were standing up looking down, like at the track, we're just like, okay, like whatever. But then once you get down there, you're like, holy shit, man. Like, like this is insane. Like I could not, there, there were golf carts that couldn't get up the paved road because they were so steep. <laughs> like they like they had UTVs pushing golf carts up the fucking hill <laughs> because they couldn't get up the fucking hill. But uh, so so it seems like I'm, I'm trying to do justice. There was almost no jumps there that any of the pro fours would hit wide open. They would all have to check for the finish line jump. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like maybe they could jump the bridge wide open and then the uphill sounds like you either hit it wide open and over jump it or check a little bit and then obviously all the tables on the bottom the pro force have to skid to a stop to not die johnny over jumped it in the first lap and slammed pretty hard um but yeah i don't know i think they gotta you know they gotta keep that in the back of their mind that your big show needs to look like the big show you, you can't have a pro four doing the same tabletop as a sportsman utv yep, you know yeah. what i mean like you just gotta be there's got to be a ratio. We always used to watch Supercross with the 125s and the 250s came out. Like, they were doing different rhythms. They were doing way different triples and quads versus the 125s. And there's got to be that level of ability that the pro lights won't be able to do the stuff that the pro two and pro fours can do. Yeah. Um, and not to downplay anyone. It's just to 
to uh, allow the big trucks to showcase what those badass cars can do. Um, so, yeah. So uh, the, uh, the the conclusion, essentially, of the uh, Pro 4 race was, you know, Kyle Chaney out front, man, you know, uh, at least, you know, I'm sure you guys were uh, Lyle and, and Jeffrey, but, you know, I, I was pulling for Chaney, really mm-hmm. wanted him to win, uh, you know, great dude, upstanding guy, uh, and then, you know, <laughs> choked it away. And uh, one of the corners giving the lead to CJ. And uh, what what were your thoughts then, I guess, on that with, with, with Cheney? Did you kind of have the same reaction we did and, like, kind of the crowd that was there? Like a big, oh. Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. But I also know I also know CJ enough to know that that was about 60% pace from CJ. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm being honest. He was fast, but um, if – if it was honestly anyone else, uh, he would have, unless he was trying to get more TV coverage time by having the battle for the lead, which is what happened anyways. Um, <laughs> well, I know because back, well, I know I'm saying, well, back when, I know. C, when, back when CJ used to only have to race his dad, that's all they would do was just play like at a go-kart track just to get TV time. Like, yeah. And that's, I mean, if you don't, then you don't get on TV and that doesn't pay the bill. So, yep. um, you know, I think he was being careful with Cheney. Uh, CJ did not have to win. He also probably could have broken and still won the championship. But, um, yeah, I think he was just being careful. And, and he showed he showed some speed on the door inside of Cheney on, that, on the big bowl turn. And, you know, they just dragged right down the corner. And CJ just waited for him to throw it in underneath him. And sure as shit, gave it right back to him. And, uh <laughs> is an easy one and I'm sure CJ's in there laughing, you know, and Cheney's in there pounding the steering wheel pissed off because he threw it away. Um, but yeah, it would have been good to see at least a battle for a couple more corners and, and, uh, see that wrap up. It would have been cool. It's helpful for more people to win races, right? We want more people to be able to win, have better sponsors, more contenders. It's, uh, it's good to see, you know, Jimmy Henderson win this year. Like that was, that yeah. was huge for the, the, the class in general. Like, all right, we've got another swinger. Um, you know, if I was there, he wouldn't have won, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to ask that. Too. No, 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 I mean, we're, we're building, we're building him a new truck. So I give him shit all the time, but, um, <laughs> and then the Greaves are building Cheney a new truck. So it's like, they're all buddies out there somewhat, but you know, you want to win. You got to take your win bonuses, win as many races as you can. And, uh, win that, I don't even want to say it, but yeah, win another championship. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's such a bummer. Like to see him on the podium. So, so neglected and like just scratching his head, like, I'm, I'm an idiot. You know, man, what a, what a throwaway. It's a tricky turn. He went in there a little hot and just as soon as he got light, he's right where he rotated. And it just, there was no grip for him to even try and save it. Um, so then, uh, you know, CJ won the, uh, won the race, won the pro four points championship. Um, what, what do you think, do you think things would have been a little bit different? I mean, again, hindsight's always 2020, uh, in this situation where let's say, you know, you're racing this season. I mean, Jimmy Henderson was giving him fits all season and let's say hypothetically, you know, you were here, let's say Johnny G didn't have that rollover an and go, do you think it would have been kind of one of those dog fights right down to the very end in this pro four class this year? Yeah, I think, I think Henderson would always have been a threat no matter what um, he has been for the past two years. So, um, 
I think everything's just slowly compiling for, for him. Um, you know, the more I talk to him, the more I, I know what he knows and what he's able to bring to the class. So he's, he's definitely no dummy um, when it comes to setup and things like that. But there are other things that he's a dummy about and, and he'll be the first to admit it. Like, I don't know about this or I don't know about that. Um, you know, we give him some options to do stuff with some truck stuff and change things. And he's got, he's got his, uh, own personal thoughts on where he wants some things located. And I gave him my two cents on why it should be different. Um, but he's got his own mindset. So that's good to have, you know, someone that's in the car and, uh, able to somewhat know what he wants. And that's, that's kind of a, that's the ultimate combo is not get out and throw your hands up and be like, I don't know what's wrong with this thing. It's like, how do we fix it? This is what we do next. So he's, uh, he, him and his team are learning quite a bit. Uh, Trad's been helping him out lately. Um, and yeah, I guess he's trying to figure out his direction. I guess he's, you know, trying to figure out what he does next year. And if the new series starts really early, then the truck won't be done by then. Um, so some question marks still with him and, and what goes on next year early, you probably still be racing his same truck, but Henderson definitely is a threat. I mean, obviously if, Johnny didn't crash, you know, who's to say if you'd be the same, same guy, different, different day. Um, I think with Johnny, I think, I think they built him a, a really different truck. And I, this is all just in my two cents. Yeah. When we built my dad, we built my dad a really badass 30, 3,400 pound, uh, all center weight truck, really badass state of the art truck back in, uh, I don't know, 2000 five, six or something. Um, and he could not drive it. Yeah. It was, it was so out of his realm of what he's accustomed to that he never came around to it ever. I mean, we had to cut the truck in half and start over basically. Um, so I don't know if that's something that Johnny's in the same boat is he's driving a truck that is very, very different. And I can tell how he's driving it. Some days he's super confident. Some days he's really tentative. CJ raced it in the cup. And was, you know, doing really well with it. So, um, I don't know. That's just my two cents on his situation. I think he's either needs more time or, uh, or he's just having a fucking good time still racing a pro four, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it would have been a stack. Who knows where I would be in that, that whole scenario. Um, I'd like to think that I'd be a threat of course, but some year I am and some year I'm, I'm just, uh, uh, recap highlighter <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> you damn right I will be putting my all effort into my whole family team crew to be able to kick ass and win races so that is uh, that is what our plan is next week I have my last round of chemotherapy hell yeah um, yeah. Like, yeah dude so it doesn't mean it's over but yeah. it means it. what it means is that my immune system won't be jeopardized anymore and that's what's kept me away from the racetrack um just being around people and, and the potential to get sick and have it kill me basically. So, um, that, that ratio will be gone. Um, even if I have radiation or surgeries or, or other things happening, I'll still be able to put a helmet on and go racing. So, um, my plan as of when the schedule came out, um, is, uh, is to put a program back together for next year. Um, It'll be in the same truck that I raced. I didn't sell it. I stopped putting it up for sale because I realized time-wise I wouldn't be able to finish my new one. Yep. Um, so I plan to I plan to give some uh, hand out some nightmares when we come back racing next year for sure. Oh <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Damn man. So um, 
Dude, I, I was going to ask you a question about trad, but that's going to take a back seat real quick. Um, so with your last round of, um, you know, uh, a chemo next week, um, dude, I mean, this is, this is big news. This is awesome for us. This is great to hear. I mean, I'm not sure, you know, if you've, you know, shared this, uh, you know, a lot or publicly or anything like that, but I mean, it's a really big deal for us to be able to hear you you know, say those kinds of things, start planning for next year to be, you know, as healthy as you are to the point where you don't need chemo. And like you said, I, I understand that it's not gone, but for that reality of you even jumping in a truck next year, I think is huge fucking news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, we and Trad were talking yesterday about it and I'm like, he's like, well, you know, it's hard to wrap your mind about around what it all means and why you can't do things, whatever. So I'm like telling him like, you know, it's not about me not being able to race. It's about me. I mean, we can go testing two weeks after my last chemo. I can get on an airplane three weeks after whatever and, and go fly, go testing and do stuff. Um, so, you know, it kind of like open your eyes like, oh, okay, I, that's a that's a big deal. We could potentially start getting ready for next year now. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely interesting. No, I haven't made it public. I, you know, I have, it's not a big deal, but it's it is a big deal for me. Uh, moving forward with, with the family and, and and my business, for Christ's sake, like I gotta I gotta get back to work. You know, Monster Monster Energy Drink WD forty. You know, everyone has been those guys have been super supportive uh, of of us during this these crazy times. Some other people have not been as generous or helpful, but you know, that's kind of how you pick and choose your friends and uh, how life happens. So. Um, We've got some new uh, potential partners coming in next year. I need to figure out a little bit more about my life situation to where we can commit to uh, to something. Um, but yeah, we've got some some new partners for next year, and I think it's uh, exciting someday to be able to release them. You know, knowing that we're going to go racing and all that kind of stuff. So, and also looking for sponsors. I mean, we're not riding the cancer train, but if there's anyone that that has a way to to market. Um, or or campaign with their company uh, through through the cancer treatment program or, or just cancer in general. I'd love to be a supporter of it and, and try to educate and, and just uh, you know represent companies that are actually trying to make a difference. Yeah, and and man, the the last time that uh, we FaceTimed, um, I didn't say anything, uh, you know, like obviously to you, but afterwards, I'd I'd expressed to Jeffrey and Lyle here. Um, I was like, man, I was like, I was like, I don't want to speak too early, man. I was like, but dude, I was like, you looked really good, man. You looked really, really fit. You looked, you know, very. Um, you know, healthy given, you know, everything that was going on. And I was like, damn, I was like, he actually looked pretty fucking solid. And <laughs> I was like, I was like, damn. And uh, yeah. so no, dude, like it, like it's really great to hear. And uh, I guess in that, in that same light, then um, I kind of want to talk about next year here real quick before we uh, let you go. Um, yep. what, what are your thoughts and opinions on next year? So I guess the lowdown, I'm, I'm sure Trad kind of gave you the, 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 the news from the weekend, but you know, the new MAO, series and not even sure what they're going to be called yet but that new series is essentially taking the the champ schedule but champ is also still sticking around and they're not you know going away i guess you know kind of what what's your opinion or thoughts on it for next year with those two series 
Do we know that Champ is staying? So from what we got this weekend, we were able to talk to, you know, some of the uh, Champ guys and, and they are very, you know, adamant, confident that, uh, you know, they're still going to be operating and they're still going to be a thing next year. So, um, again, I, I, I'm at least that's what we were uh, yeah. told, I mean, it could be, a, a, you know, easily a false confidence thing. It could just be them putting on a, a front or a face. And if that's the case, then so be it. But from what we understood is that, yeah, that chant was still going to try to be, you know, a thing for next year. Interesting. I mean, I don't know what they would have to showcase for us to choose champ over, over the, the potential uh, strength of this new series. And obviously there's risk involved, right? Like, um, back in the day when, when, uh, Jim Baldwin took over, uh, championship off-road racing, um, we were all excited, but then it all somewhat bit us in the ass in the end, you know, he made some amazing tracks and great, great stuff, live TV, epic coverage, like unbelievable. Um, but then, you know, the whole thing went bankrupt and crumbled in front of us mid season. So you kind of you kind of get a little nervous with, with new people. I've never met the guy. I'd love to meet him and have conversations with him. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just curious on what, what champ, uh, could argue or, and, and, and keep guys going to what they're going to. I mean, if MAO has, as Crandon, I mean, I don't, I mean, that's 95% of our, our fan base, right? Like, yep. yeah. Uh, so I, I was initially feeling there was going to be some more potential to go out west. I heard some King of the Hammers questions, some mid-400 options. Um, I've actually been talking a lot with Ken Stout. He's uh, He's been working for the guys since May. Um, so he had a lot more insight prior to the weekend um, than I've heard anywhere else. But I didn't want to tell Trad any of the things that I knew because yeah. they were all, I don't know if it's all speculation and rumors, whatever, but... Because, you know, when you're sitting at the racetrack, you can tell people your foot fell off in, a, in 10 minutes. <laughs> the entire place knows. Yeah. You know, it's like track talk. Um, but, yeah, I think it's interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see it. It, need, it needs a banger name, though. It needs a, it needs something. Obviously, they have the Gas Series, Great American Short Course. But I'm not going to tell everyone I race gas well it doesn't it doesn't explain what it is yeah what do you race oh i race supercross oh done i race motocross i race sprint cars like um i race off-road trucks they all say oh like the baja 1000 it's like fuck no that's not oh (laughs) yeah something different so uh, i wish there was a way to uh have a better name for what we do so that it's you know one 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 thing, very popular, easy to say, rolls off the tongue. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I'm definitely excited to have uh, Ken Stout announcing. Um, I'm, I'm hearing grumbles that they're trying to get Cameron, so Stout and Steel will be an amazing uh, package because the, the stuff they did at Crandon was so exciting for me to watch and like listen and and just hear those guys excited and and. Uh, it was cool. It was, it was cool. So that would be a big deal for, for me. And I think a lot of fans that, uh, Ken Stout and Cameron Steele come back to, to announce it all. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like, uh, Ken Stout was really excited to be back on that Sunday. I mean, I feel you could, uh, you could hear it in his voice just to even be back at Crandon to, to announce that Sunday. 
Yeah, I, I asked him straight up because he's been around since I was a kid. And I'm like, all right, dude, like, is this a real thing? Or or is everyone just jumping on because there's money involved? Um, and he's like, no, dude, this guy's fucking for real. He's just going to put another, you know, 10 to 20 million into, into his facility. And, he, you know, he's got he's got the Missouri track, the Lucas Oil, where Champ and those guys could never get that done. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty good track. I think it's it's got a good enough action, good enough tight sections to be okay for us. Um, so that's exciting. I think whatever happens out on the West Coast, as long as they don't do like just a boring ass gone Helen or you know something <laughs> lame. I'm just telling you, if they're going out, if they're going out to, on the West Coast, they need to do it like we used to do it. Elsinore. Uh, that track was insane. The old Chula Vista tracks were all huge, big action, high speed tracks. So, uh, hopefully, when they go out in the West Coast, they do it right. And and there were uh, like uh, you know grumblings or you know rumors or speculation or whatever where they thought about uh, the Mint Four Hundred racing there, but with that uh, videographer photographer. Yeah, getting killed last year, I guess Nevada has kind of really put a, a clamp and restrictions on uh, like even like the Mint 400 and even like Best in the Desert. It's just been such a nightmare. So I guess they were going to race there. But um, now, you know, we even heard like potentially at Wild Horse uh, in Chandler, Arizona is maybe a potential additional race for like an out west race. I'm not sure, but... I know yeah, that. that's a good track, but all of those tracks have all been detuned for Travis. All the jumps, if you go to test it on Helen, you're barely coming off the ground anymore. So yeah. it's, it's not really a good place to test. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I hate to say it, but I mean, we noticed that at ERX because that big flyaway jump was like, oh yeah. I mean, our our media, our believe it or not, our media director had a fucking funny thing. He's like, it looks like people going to the grocery store in a minivan over that thing. <laughs> I was yeah, like, no, I, I saw it all. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, next year I think it'll be interesting. Um, dude, we're uh, we're excited to see how things go. Um, excited to see how things develop. Um, we have appreciated, uh, your time and effort, um, for, for all of this, man, for like the whole, after the race breakdown, you know, I, again, I always tell people that are like, oh, we love that segment with uh, Kyle Duke. I'm like, it was all his idea, man, his willingness to do it. So it's, it's definitely, you know, big kudos to you. Um, I guess, uh, before we go, I, I only have one more question for you. Uh, is, uh, Trad is, is a pretty quiet guy when you're around him. But man, that dude likes to fucking talk. And let me tell you why. <laughs> so we were sitting down. We were going to do uh, do an interview with Jimi Henderson, right? We sat down. Like, we didn't want to be rude. Didn't want to interrupt the conversation. And we sat down behind Jimmy and Trad kept talking for like 20 minutes. I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen this guy talk this long before. Like, he hardly gets 20 seconds. And he's out here rambling a fucking 20-minute conversation with Jimmy. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was about, but it's it, if you get them on the right topic, uh, yeah, I'm, me, I'm kind of the same. We'll just go on and on. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure it was about new new truck stuff. Yeah, so that's makes sense for sure. Now we, we like what we have, so it's exciting to bring someone else in and uh, kind of explain why we do things. And we don't do that ever. We don't explain our trucks explain or this or that or the other because uh we try to keep that information tight right yeah. like that's the racing nature um 
but now that Jimmy has entered the scene with us, it's, uh, it's exciting to bring someone else in, um, you know, aside from selling my truck to the tag or these other drivers, it's, uh, this is a different partnership that we've never really done before. So, um, it's interesting. It's good. Um, he's always been, you know, Henderson's always been a Greaves boy. He started with the Greaves and had the truck rental from them and, and they've, uh, they've muddied up the waters quite a bit between them. So, uh, I'm, I'm very proud to build Henderson a truck and go out there swinging for us. You know, another, another guy out there swinging against the Greaves. Yeah. You know, you know how it goes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Got to add another but, uh, layer to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I have all the respect in the world for everybody that races, period. Uh, whether they love me or hate me or, or challenge me or destroy me all the time. Um, but again, you know, we've, I've got to I've got to keep my my uh, <laughs> uh, competitive edge still. <laughs> you know, I want I want everyone to get along. We all need to race a good race and try to finish as many trucks as possible but i'm still gonna do everything i can to kick your ass to get there so mm-hmm. um yeah yeah i may have uh i've changed quite a bit during this whole process but that has not left my soul dude amen and i don't think it can man <laughs> that you cannot let your competitive nature leave you because i mean having you around is something that obviously it was a big hole in the short course off-road world and um i mean i even think you said it best man i, I think uh, the world needs a guy like kyle Duke. you know whether people are big grease fans you know they they hate you they love them they love you they hate them you know you you kind of need that sure. and i think that's what definitely drives uh you know the, the on-track stuff so um dude again uh we'll, we'll go ahead now we'll let you go here but again man thank you so much thank you from all of us here at impulse for all your time effort words and stuff uh throughout the season and um yeah if, if we ever happen to do a a random podcast where we update everything and, and we need your two cents man uh before the next season we'll we'll give you a call absolutely yeah thanks for uh allowing me to jump on and and try to throw some of my dumb ideas around or, or talk about <laughs> talk about good things, bad or ugly. And I think there's going to be a lot of things changing here in the next couple of months along with myself. Um, so that would be a, a decent way for me to, to update some stuff with my racing and, and things like that. If we could chat every once in a while and uh, just about rumors about who's switching to what class and start those, uh, those off season rumors. Yeah, get for the, sure. Get, for sure. Get the, Get the chaos going. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. First rumor. I'm uh, going to be bus racing next year after Fall Crandon. So if you're in, let me know. <laughs> a, a bus? Yeah. There's a thing of even destruction after Fall Crandon, usually down here in uh, Kekana, Wisconsin. And uh, we went oh, to yeah. it and I was like, I want in. I want the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I want to race something at Crandon. I don't know. But class 11 looks like it'd be pretty fun. Ah. Uh-uh. No, uh, I gotta nah. try it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she'll fuck you up, man. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think Reed I think Reed might be in the uh, UTV next year. Oh hell yeah, yeah. That'd be oh, awesome. hell yeah. And then uh, I think little Addie Lynn is going to be driving his truck. Awesome, love it. I love it. I put her in it the other day, drive around, and she was uh, pretty rowdy. So I think we gotta. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got to get her in a car for sure. And uh, how many backup drivers are you allowed to have? <laughs> <laughs> Me? Yeah. Uh, bus drivers don't count. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll put on there. Has raced bus before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I think we're, I think it's two. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. So I'll, I'll do it to the highest bidder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Kyle, we appreciate right, your so, time, dude. Yeah, dude. Have a good one. Yeah. Right, see later. ya. See ya. That's funny. Uh, oh, wow. man. I forgot to say I love you. I love you, Kyle. Uh, I love yeah, you, Kyle. We love yeah. you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> we got caught up. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Man. Wow. Yeah. I was going to ask him like a technical question, but he probably would have rambled on and I know yeah, you got to leave. You got to go pick up your little man here right. in what, yeah, 10 if minutes? He's going to yeah. listen and then text you back. I was going to ask like how much of, is it like a driver and setup like oh. for tracks? Because you know, like, you know, CJ hitting set up every single time, but he's always up there. And yeah. then you see other people who are up there and then next time they're like, they yeah, can't, they're like, they're, yeah. they're they can't drive their truck. Yeah. I think that's, what's so good about, about CJ is like what I said to you guys. I was like, I hate him. Yeah. Like as far as like, I hate how good he is mm-hmm. because yeah. he was, he pitted for, for practice. Didn't even get one lap in. And then he comes out. And wins. Yeah. On a track. I mean, obviously he has the UTVs. Yeah. But I'm at going from my UTV to a Pro 4 is yeah. drastically yeah. different. What a punk bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was wondering. So like- it's crazy to see CJ, like, like what Kyle said, you know, he looked like he was driving like a snail in that first half. Yeah. And then that second half, he was like, all right, picking people off. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, man, from, from the start, man, like. Even though, even though back then, like I couldn't stand him, I didn't like him, you know, whatever we had our, uh, like, at least I had mine. Yeah. Let's <laughs> say we, yeah. um, that was something I at least could like respect from him was his, his racing, like he's so methodical, so mm-hmm. patient, so talented at being able to get around people, no matter where he started. Yep. So consistent. I think he mentioned that in rush, uh, yeah. the first season where he was just talking about how they are consistent, like their trucks don't break. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, hats off to, to Brad and Devin then yeah, you know, to be able to put those guys out in a truck that hardly ever, you never see you know, a break malfunctions or is faulty you know, relatively. I mean, you yeah. know, if, if the radiator gets full of mud or whatever, it's going to overheat and you're going to have to yeah. pull off. But yeah. I mean, the way, you know, they drive those trucks. I mean, you think about Cole Mamer or, you know, Jimmy Henderson or even like Kyle LaDuke, you know, how many problems mechanically they have. And mm-hmm. yeah. CJ and Johnny just don't have those very often. Yep. And the crazy thing is, is like Kyle like builds out of these world's trucks. Mm-hmm. And I think the Greaves build the same. <laughs> like when they say, oh yeah, we built a new Pro 4, but it's like, yeah. oh, we just moved the shock mount. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, we had a problem with this, but just move it in. Yeah. 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 Again, a little weight, had to put a chair back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing too. Yeah. They're skinny and like they don't gain weight. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you guys. I wonder what yeah. kind of <laughs> yeah, deal I, they made with the devil. Yeah, right? <laughs> Stay skinny and don't break our trucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unreal, man. That's the that's the top deal yeah. in uh, off-road. See, that's the secret, ladies yep. and gentlemen. Don't gain weight. Don't break down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's opposite of me. Uh, I break down all the time. Yeah. Mentally, you know, I'm just <laughs> mentally, <laughs> opposite of me. He's like, I'm reading, don't kill yourself. I'm reading, don't kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Set the books for you. Said they're for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to glance at them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, man, dude, I think a really dude, good podcast. Yeah. Dude, dude, that's wild. I mean, that he announced just it. announced it. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, you know, last chemotherapy session next week. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Like for him to say it, I was like, oh, like, what do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, for him to like say, "Oh yeah, last one," and it's all because of uh, you know his immune system. Yeah, he's getting better. 
and he's getting better where he doesn't need that anymore, mm-hmm. essentially. And he's able to go test if he so chooses two weeks after. So yeah. I mean, three three weeks from now, yeah, we can see yeah, entirely video. possible that Kyle Aduke is testing a pro four. Yeah, entirely possible, which, which is, is wild to think, wild and insane. I mean, you know, he's again, he doesn't really release a lot about his private life. I mean, we had heard rumors. Initially, when that whole thing happened with mm-hmm. with Kyle Duke, yeah, but well, publicly, we didn't hear about it, yeah, for well, months, yeah. yeah. And the crazy thing is that he just jumps on the podcast and is like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm back next year." Yeah, mm-hmm. what? And it's like, why are you telling us? Yeah, <laughs> I know. No kidding, man. I was like, it's I didn't like know. don't you got Instagram, right? Yeah, I didn't know how to handle <laughs> it. I was like, oh my god, I was like, what? I was gonna ask you a uh, funny question about trad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yamming, but. <laughs> Like, we gotta go back. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's so casual. He's like, oh yeah. Nice yeah. game with me last week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. No, good. Yeah, I'll be in the Pro Four. Yeah. <laughs> so wild. So you I know. mean I, and, yeah. And another thing he dropped again was him and like Jimmy. Or yeah. almost like teammates, basically, is yeah. what he was saying. He's like, he's uh, allowing somebody in his program. Yeah. yeah and you never see that. Yeah, you never see no. anything from them. Well, no, nothing. Like, remember when we, when we first started doing Rush 2 with the Pro Fours? Or was the that first rush? First, first, first season, rush, yeah. yeah, yeah, the first season. And then it's like, we couldn't even film his truck. Yeah, yeah, Trad, like, because, yeah, normally we'd set up by, like, their number plate or, you know, their yeah. sponsor, kind of thing like that. So it's like they get that shout out. Yeah. But, yeah, no, anytime we came around, Trad's like, you can't film when or, the panels are off. Or he would be like, let me get the panels on quick, boys, and then I'll, then you yeah. guys can start yeah. filming. So it was like either the panels had to be on and of course, we would tell Trad, "Oh, we we just need the rear end covered. Like yeah. we just want to get this shot." Yeah. And then he would go put on a rear fender just so we could get a yeah, two but, second shot. Yeah, but if you ever notice, like all of Kyle LeDuc's interviews were always done by his motorhome, and the truck was always like in the back, blurred yeah, in the background. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like we weren't even underneath the awning of his truck. Like yeah. we were always somewhere else with his yeah. interviews. Yeah. So no, that's um. Yeah, it's cool. You want to. It gets me excited about another project. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, 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 I I wanted to say something. But I wanted to say, to, I was going to text him after this and let oh, him know. Okay. I, well, I was going to talk to you about some stuff to text him. Okay. So. Per- well, perfect. And then uh, we'll, we'll text him afterwards. All right, guys, we got to go. Yeah. Got me off hard. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like I said, it was a good good podcast. Like Again, um, this is probably our second to last one. Yeah. 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 I don't know for, yeah. I don't know. If one or next two more week, after this. Yeah. yeah. Our next week might be our last one. The week after that might be, I guess we'll kind of figure it out. I mean, ideally we'd like to, I think we talked about bringing tra- uh, crazy Joe in, yeah, next uh, like week. in studio yep, yep. to kind of just uh, recap the season, maybe have him again yeah, as, because as the co-host. And, and I mm-hmm. think uh, in our little break too, I want to work on a live stream. Um, yeah. Uh, where you guys could call in, where fans could call in and, and talk to the drivers. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, even have maybe that special guest of CJ, Corey, um, Kyle, anyone that wants to drive down to Green Bay and and uh, come in studio with us. But uh, yeah, like I said, we will be, that for sure, we'll be taking a break for sure. Yes. Know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Once, uh, yeah, obviously the- You know, season eight. Let's go. Yeah. No. <laughs> Coming to a close. <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah. I mean, again, you know, and, and, and race I'm, season's done. Yeah, and I'm proud of our proud of us actually. The consistency. The consistency. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I, I I am really proud of us. I mean, to go all summer without missing a week. I think we missed. One I think week. we missed one. I think it was a uh, Fourth of July. Yeah. I think but, we might have missed one. But I mean, but that's a. But we knew. Given. We told everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
No, again, everyone, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just uh, going all the way to Jay, Oklahoma, and still having people being like, hey, you guys the Impulse crew? And, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah. what the fuck? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the, the Canadians, mm-hmm. a couple of uh, guys from Canada when we were in Crandon. Yeah. Like, oh, I drove 14 hours, man. Listen to your stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. why? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're better than that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, or even like other media people that, that work for MAO. Yeah. Even when like, oh, dude, we love your shit. My yeah. mom loves your shit. My mom loves your shit. <laughs> My dad loves your shit. My dad loves your shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, uh, dude. Yeah, we're appreciative of everything. Yeah, yeah. Dude, everything. yeah. Um, we're hoping to, like I said, get better content. Uh, we're excited about possibly a, another project coming up. And Yeah, yeah. But, and then and then we could talk about uh, the, uh, the monster uh, project that we started at the beginning of the year. And didn't get a chance to kind of finish that. We can talk about that next week. Maybe we can talk about it with CJ. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, and uh, regardless of CJ's here or not, um, you know, I think that's uh, going to be a fun topic to talk about. And, yeah. um, you know, just again, we're, we're pretty open guys, pretty open book. Um, so, uh, again, thank you guys so much. We appreciate all the kind words, yep. all the messages, everything you guys say to us. We appreciate it. Again, we're always hoping that we're doing it right. And, um, yeah, we will. We'll see you guys next week, man. This is uh, the Impulse Show. Bye. 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 Love, Love you. you. Love you. Wolf pussy. <laughs> this is how legends are made.